Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario, and this week I'm joined by Ryan in London, Ontario. Hello. Welcome. Um, this is going to be a fun topic today because we are talking about Port Orleans um, and both both Port Orleans. We're talking about Riverside and we're talking about French Quarter today. Uh, and I just, before we get into things, um, want to make sure that we give credit where credit is due. We have a listener out there, Lindsay, who reached out to us um, because she's trying to decide which one to book. And she requested that we talk about this. So Lindsay, this one is for you uh, and all the other listeners who want to hear about <laughs> Port Orleans. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about both resorts, um, the, the dining, the recreation, the amenities, um, the layouts, uh, and then what, what makes each one unique and ultimately, uh, trying to answer the very difficult question of which one you would want to book. So... Ryan, I don't know. Which, which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with French Quarter? Well, or do you want to start with Riverside? Um, I say let's start with Riverside. But one thing I was going to say is, Lindsay, um, super jealous. Um, I would stay at either of these places. Like, this is... There are um, some resorts, and, and you know, we probably should go over them again since it's been a while since we've talked about resorts in, in a <laughs> full, broad uh, podcast. There are some resorts where... I don't know what I mean. I'm thinking of Coronado uh, and and Caribbean Beach. I guess the other two kind of moderates. Where I I think I, I think personally, other than the Skyliner, which I know that we talked about <laughs> in great depth because it is phenomenal. Yes. Um, I do not. I I think even though the Skyliner is there, I think there are lots of reasons on why I wouldn't pick Caribbean Beach. Um, For sure. So I think. Um we've talked about this in much much older episodes where yeah. there was a time when out of all the moderates port orleans would have would have been number one in everybody's yeah. book Absolutely. like bar none um and then obviously with the grand destino tower at uh, coronado that sort of really livened up that resort and and brought some new energy to it um, it's really beautiful, really lovely, and kind of sets a focal point for, for Coronado. And then as Ryan mentioned, the Skyliner at Caribbean beach sort of being the hub, being the Skyliner hub, um, really kind of propels it into the, one of the top spots for sure. But that doesn't mean that either of the Port Orleans resorts have gotten any worse in that time. I think there's still going to be lots of people's favorites. It's just the, um, they, they don't necessarily have the same flash appeal as, uh, Coronado and Caribbean beach. Oh, see, I see this is, this is where I think that through it all, I think that Port Orleans, even though they've, they haven't updated it in, in a way that they did, you talked about Destino tower and you talked about the Skyliner, um, I still think they are a ton of people's number ones. And I think there's an argument to be made that it could be like a 1A, 1B with Corn with uh, Caribbean Beach. I still would put Coronado as number two, uh, unless like the Destino Tower, definitely there's a place right. for it. And I think it's beautiful. Um, but I still think 
that the pool at uh, or the pools at French Quarter and, and Riverside are better than Coronado. Uh, and I think that the transportation options, or at least the the boat, which I know we'll get into, I think that in itself uh, beats it on Coronado. So that's, anyways. <laughs> Spoiler that's, alert. I, I, that's, that's, I know, I know. That's our TLDR for for listening today. But That's the end of our content. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay, for promoting this. No, uh, no. So what I would say, though, is is I definitely think that um, there is no bad choice between the two resorts here. Oh, absolutely. And uh, spoiler alert, we're going to love both of them equally um, to a certain extent. But we will share, I I will say there are circumstances why I would choose one over the other. And and we'll probably get into those as we we go along. So yeah, let's start with Port Orleans Riverside, um, which is the bigger of the two um, by far. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's split into uh, two areas. You have these sort of um, old, not old, but like white column mansions of Mag- Magnolia Bend, um, which like, I don't know, just has this like real luxury um, statement to it. Uh, and then the Alligator Bayou rooms um or buildings feels more removed it's it's weird because port orleans riverside actually still feels like two resorts Mm -hmm. when you cross you know when you cross that line between the two areas of the magnolia bend um buildings versus the alligator bayou buildings you there is a definite okay it is um I know what the transition is, but I mean, ultimately we're looking at um, like a Louisiana feel, obviously Port Orleans in reference to New Orleans um, and the, the backwoods of the, of the bayou. Like it, it's just really um, unique as a theming. Um, it's got a very gone with the wind kind of feel to it for sure. Ab- absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think that's part of the charm. I would say that this is, this is a really, you know, there's a lot of um, couples who will do their honeymoon here because of the picturesque, the, the uh, case in uh, point, we, right. we're there. there. That's us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and again, it, and there's lots of kids and families that love it too. I'm not saying one or the other, but it, it does have a very beautiful, serene kind of um, picturesque quality to it but what's also really cool about it in typical disney fashion is it does have some of that imaginary uh artistic or architecture feature where from different parts of the buildings you're going to see different elements and you're going to feel as though you're in that the alligator bayou versus magnolia bend and you're just going to have kind of that that feeling which i think is a really cool touch you're not uh you know they do a really good way of kind of seamlessly moving you along into your your path of, of the two different styles yeah um, and I don't think there's one that is better than the other, um, in terms of the types of rooms, it, the exception is, is obviously we're talking about, um, Royal rooms, uh, as well. So yes. that's, that's the big change here, uh, at Riverside is that there are several, um, room categories 
and uh, I would say your more standard rooms, the ones that have, um, and they recently all got refurbished uh, in the Alligator Bayou, where um, they're kind of more what you would feel the the what the if you've been in a refurbished room at Disney recently they definitely have that feel apart from the fact that you know it's not like the value where there's a uh, a murphy bed um it's uh you know it's set up differently but it's got like um you know really classic nice furniture really uh the colors are soft and and really warm and inviting um but they but they feel like regular rooms and then at uh, Riverside there are also the royal guest rooms which is something that is a little bit more expensive but it's I would see it as a splurge and certainly Lauren and I splurged on it for our honeymoon um, because we wanted to experience um, the, the royal rooms and they are all in the um or most of them are in the magnolia bend area obviously um and there's just a little bit more immersive theming i guess you would say when you get a lot well a lot more touches of of princess tiana so definitely if you have a princess in your and, house and you other princesses tiana. like not just um, tiana um obviously like they are her royal rooms but there are um like photos on the wall of other princesses uh yes but i believe she's she leaves the note on the on the table note on the table yep. right um so yes but yes you're right there's homages to other um, and she has the biggest portrait obviously um as well obviously um, so that's definitely one thing to kind of keep in mind. Another thing is uh, Port Orleans Riverside has the fifth sleepers and they're located in the alligator bayou. Right. Um, so that's, you know, obviously we'll talk about differences, but that is one kind of thing to kind of keep in mind for Riverside, if that's what you're looking for. Um, well, and it's not something that you um, come across as often. Obviously, you know, if you're a family of four, you're like, eh, who cares? But right, for a family right. of five, it can make such a massive difference um, being able to fit everybody in one room <laughs> rather than having to have two rooms or like upgrading to, you know, what bed bedroom villa or something like that or um, or a family suite um, at like Art of Animation or something like that. Having the option of five people in a room it can make a can make all the difference really yeah if you if you know somebody who's a family of five or you are a family of five then you know this struggle way more than <laughs> any of us because i i know hearing from many families who have three kids four kids and the struggle is real and it's so tough to find uh, uh you know affordable accommodation but then also accommodation in general yeah where you're not buying two rooms so so this is definitely a, a great option for that instance yeah so Riverside as a resort um, centers around like at the at the center of the resort is obviously the main building. And in this case, it's the Sasagula Steamboat Company. Um, and then you'll see the name Sasagula come up a whole bunch because um, uh, 
the resorts are on the Sasagula River, uh, which, you know, <laughs> is a name they were given, obviously, but um, but there's lots of homages to to that as uh, as the river. So it does feel like um, so Disney describes it as being styled like a steamship ticket station um and it's also going to be your home base like obviously the main lobby is in there um that only matters if you're not doing online check-in um but but the dining is is along that um walkway uh and there's a big um water wheel that uh is always sort of running around along um alongside the building further down and then you've got the two water towers that say Porter leans on them um which i think is like the one of the more iconic views of riverside um is being able to look out across the water from the other side and see both um the main building and these um water towers and uh and the whole um it's not it's not really a boardwalk but it kind of feels like a boardwalk um, just the walkway along the water is uh, is really lovely. And I believe on uh, while you're there, you can actually... It's been a while since I've done this, but I believe they have some fishing poles out there. Yes, and fishing is like a thing. Uh, and you can even have excursions. Um, but... Why would you want to do that? Because you're on vacation. <laughs> so I don't, I don't want to disparage anybody who's like, oh, my husband or my partner, they love fishing, like, blah, 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 blah. How do I not, but, like, obviously I don't, um, you know, I'm not going to dissuade anybody from, from doing it. But personally, I have zero interest in that whatsoever. If I'm like on a Disney vacation, I'm like, yeah, I want to do some bass fishing. Yeah, no, I don't want to fish in, I don't know. Muskoka, let alone, <laughs> or, or I don't want to fish 10 minutes away from my house. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So that doesn't excite me. That being said, lots of people do like it. Um, and there is something kind of cool. I always think of, um, uh, you know, it's got like, it's got a very Huck Finn kind of Tom Sawyer feel to, to a lot of the, um, like a lot of the, the paths and, and the kind of quiet walkways in, uh, on this resort so so to me the kind of fishing kind of goes a bit in, in with that as well yeah and sort of like in the um so obviously the sasagula river kind of comes in and ends here at uh port orleans R riverside um because just sort of across from the main building is an island in the middle of the water and it's uh old man island um and you can access it, you know, there are three different walkways to it. Um, but this is where your main swimming pool is going to be as well. Um, but the, but the island is, um, it does have fishing on it. Like you can just go and there are, um, what do they call them? Just uh, pole, pole fishing, cane yeah. pole fishing um, on the island if you, if you really want to. Riverside is, is sort of like a lot of the other resorts in that there are some of the some of the same recreation, obviously, as uh, other resorts. There are movies um, played every night um, or sorry, most nights. Uh, there's a campfire. There are 
bike rentals and there's a um a jogging trail there is jogging by the way is on our same list as fishing <laughs> so i might be lower i might rather do fishing <laughs> really? than jogging oh legit i would go on a run if somebody said you had one or the other i'd be like uh fine i'll go for a run um, I, I would walk fishing. the trail i'll walk the trail no <laughs> no problem but uh but i'm not i'm not gonna run that one um so in addition to the bike rentals there is a specific type type of bike that you can uh rent called a surrey bike um where two or four person bikes um that are covered you can rent them and um and then bike around the the resort it 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 would be a lot of fun it'd be something different if you if you really want to try something different um you know for for families this would be fun although i feel like uh one person always ends up having to do most of the biking and everybody else kind of has the leisure side of things um but you know surrey bikes are fun so that that would be something unique to to do at, at this resort but one of the other surrey bikes are great uh a great activity if that one person who likes to run wants to be the person who is in charge of the surrey <laughs> bike so it kind of kill two birds one stone the rest of the family gets to chill while that that uh, hardcore uh, athletic enthusiast would like to uh, burn off all the calories well yeah you know burn off their uh door whips so <laughs> um but yeah i believe um they also have um carriage rides yeah correct? so this is the other thing and i i i did briefly consider um booking this for for our honeymoon but you can um have a carriage ride that starts at riverside and then it uh, so this horse-drawn carriage uh takes you along the banks of the river um down it does take you to um french quarter the other resort and then back so it is a, a really nice um it's a really lovely ride it's about just under half an hour um fits up to four people or two adults and three small children if you've got those five person sleepers um it's 55 bucks which you know is is something that you're gonna splurge a little bit on um but you know i think it would be fun uh i'm assuming one of the reasons why we didn't do it on our honeymoon was hurricane irma and very likely the horses were not <laughs> were not out at that uh in and around those days so um i did i did consider it and it was something that you know i thought would be really nice and in hindsight since we did have a couple of forced resort days at uh at riverside had the horses been there i would have absolutely done it but i definitely understand why they weren't <laughs> uh one thing to 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 of note um that we we haven't talked too much about is uh we talked about how big uh riverside is one thing that people want to keep in mind is because it's so big it actually has multiple bus stops um yes. so this this can be a benefit and a drawback in the exact same sentence so um and, and honestly it's it's one of the challenges with the other moderates as well the moderates are uh can be we'll get to french quarter in a, in a minute but for, you know other than french quarter all the other moderates are quite large and sprawling and so they do have uh, their own kind of internal bus system that gets you to um 
Well, I guess it, 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 the internal bus actually uh, will take you to the parks. It just means that you're going to stop at five different stops on your way, three different stops, depending on where you are. Yeah. It's going to be four stops before you. Or you're the last the one and then you're standing. <laughs> right. And so there, um, first of all, a great discussion to have with your travel agent. Hey, I want to rec- I want to, you know, I want to stay in this building because it's closer to this stop and I want to make yep. sure I'm at this stop. Of course, requests cannot be guaranteed. When your travel agent says that, they mean that. Disney will not guarantee it. They'll do their best and they're pretty good at it, but it's it, it's, it can't be, uh, it, it's not a decisive yes. So uh, to me, that's, that is one thing of note that I think uh, you really want to highlight is, you know, either rec- you know, either asked to be an alligator by you 14, which is pretty close to the, you know, main building. Um, and then you can just walk and take the bus from there. Otherwise, yeah, you're taking the internal bus and, and that can make for a long night or a long morning, um, <laughs> getting out the door to kind of get to rope drop. Yeah. Well, it's also good to know, um, because I think, and I may have to, uh, rescind this if we can fact check it later, but, um, I seem to remember the bus going um, to the West Depot first, then the North Depot, then the East Depot. So it, it does it is it does stop at the Alligator Bayou rooms first, and then um, sort of that transition point between that and Magnolia Bend, and then the East Depot, Magnolia Bend, where most of the Royal rooms are. So if you are in a Royal room the trade-off is that you may your bus stop may be last and so the bus may be a little bit more full uh when you get on it i don't think it was ever a real problem for us um but it's just something to keep in mind um as you're as you're sort of planning out what you want to do and what types of uh what type of room you want to do and yeah is good good question for your travel agent asking what direction does the bus go and yeah. uh and see what the the benefits are for that um let's talk while we talked about um some of the recreation let's talk about the pools um because the pools at riverside um you have the main central pool, which is on the island, which is um, the Old Man Island pool. Uh, but then there are five leisure pools, which is a lot, I think. Are there that many leisure pools at, like, um, Caribbean Beach? I, um, I feel... I, I was, I was going to say three, but I bet you there's four. Because I think... Uh, so here at Riverside, there are three leisure pools in alligator bayou and then there are two leisure pools in magnolia bend and obviously like they have a little bit less theming they're just there um to be more convenient to your resort room um if you're going to spend time at a at a pool you know most people will will take the trek to um to old man island and um and experience it because it's the theming is a little bit better there is a water slide um which is fun and uh and yeah there's a pool Caribbean bar. beach has five leisure pools oh all right so there you go so riverside's not special but i still think it is um lauren and i had the 
benefit of uh, the day that Hurricane Irma was going to, you know, hit Florida. It wasn't going to hit until the evening. And so that morning, even though it was a little bit rainy, there was absolutely nobody in the main pool. And we just went and, uh, I don't know, spent like an hour or two. We couldn't do anything. The parks were closed. Um, and and so we spent some time in in the pool. And I think midday when people started to, other people started to show up, we were like, okay, that's it. And, <laughs> and we left at that point. Um, so we had one of those unique experiences at Disney uh, that doesn't always come around. But it was a really great pool and and we had a really fun time at it so old man island um the pool in which is the main pool at uh riverside is a swimming hole and a fishing hole fashioned after an abandoned sawmill this pool is accessible by three wooden bridges and includes a 90 foot long uh rustic water slide built into the mirror millworks that's it to a t there you go. Like it's so got, that's, that's... It, it has trees sort of surrounding the kind of whole island. So it feels, even though it's an island, you are still like separated from. Yeah, it is. I think it's very removed. To be honest, when we were there, you almost kind of you, like you can lose it if you're not like looking for it. Oh, yeah. Like you can walk all the way around the, the water and, and not even yeah. go onto the island. Um, obviously there are some signage there's uh, signs that'll show you where to go but um but you don't have to uh go there we did use it um as a, a quick way depending on where you're coming from um it can be a quick way across the water to the magnolia bend buildings um and vice versa uh but yeah it's a really nice tranquil spot and i don't know it kind there of has a, yeah it, as you said there is a nearby whirlpool tub the muddy rivers pool bar and a kiddie pool um so you know again all of that is somewhat standard but just you know for for records there is a pool bar and there is a kiddie pool as well as a whirlpool now the whirlpool you want to talk about whirlpools and size does not matter except when it comes to whirlpools um coronado springs has you beat so right um as in it is the it is massive and unless you <laughs> if you're happy to be in a giant you know adult soup then uh coronado springs has got you covered yeah uh, otherwise this will be just a regular size whirlpool built into the ground um close by but they also have evening campfires and movie screenings again um this is for anyone who hasn't stayed at disney resort that is kind of standard practice yeah uh, most of the resorts have an evening campfire and all of the resorts will have movies um playing at night they'll have a big blow-up screen and usually it's by uh one of the main pools and you can swim in the pool while you watch uh lilo and stitch or zombies three or whatever disney whatever they've got on rotation for that week but it must be princess uh, and the frog like at least once a week oh you know what you are probably right yeah that seems something that 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 we they make standard but yeah so that just again that's just something to kind of think of when you're thinking of recreational uh things to do in your week uh you know you bought lots of park tickets but if you want to have a night to, to unwind or you know, kids love simple pleasures and watching a movie while they're swimming in a pool uh, can be a very cheap and low cost way to to enjoy your evening. For sure. Um, let's talk dining um, because dining here is relatively straightforward. There was a time 
um, years ago when Riverside had the claim to fame of being the only moderate resort that had a sit-down restaurant um, that you could yeah, though, go to. Though I think you and I would agree that though that was their claim to fame, their also claim to fame was it was quite it was at some points considered the worst restaurant. <laughs> So yeah, so though yes, by technicality, they did have a restaurant. Yes. Um, nobody wanted to go to it. Uh, yeah, I think that has changed. Yes, uh, well, I, I, I'm sure, but that was. But the that claim was the prevailing for... uh, talk. Yes. The interesting thing is, um, apart from the, uh, as you mentioned, the Muddy Rivers Bar, which is on uh, Old Man Island, uh, everything else is like side by side by side in the main building. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's not spread out. You it is main building, and you can you're basically walking from one past the others. If uh, so, the River Roost Bar, um, you walk down a little bit, then you're going to uh, walk past their um, sit down dining, which is Boatwright's Dining Hall, and then you walk into the Riverside Mill food court. So. Um, if you've ever seen pictures that of Port Orleans Riverside, um, that big water wheel, that's where the Riverside food court is. Um, and obviously that does cover more of your standard, um, standard stuff. Uh, it does have a Louisiana flair, obviously. Um, and it does do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I seem to think, um, uh, so yeah, so they've got like a gumbo and shrimp and grits. Um, I seem to remember that there were like po' boy sandwiches. Uh, I don't know if there are now, but, uh, but I seem to remember them being there. Um, you know, your mileage may vary. Now, now I will. So, so here's, I was going to say, you know what you do? Is your first your check-in day, you book it to eat. But then I thought to myself, well, wait a second. We haven't talked about this yet. But one of the best features of both resorts is that you have free boat transportation to Disney Springs. And I would rather eat at about 30 different restaurants at Disney Springs. <sighs> yeah. Than you... I would at Red French than I would at Port Orleans Riverside. So again, <laughs> not saying that not saying that it's not good. I'm sure it is. Somebody feel free to to chirp me. I'm totally fine with that. But if I'm that proximity to Disney Springs and I'm looking for something fun on my first day, and it's a very low stress way to to like continue my fun first day at Disney, that's what I'm doing. Um, so so scratch whatever Ryan said about the restaurant. <laughs> yes, it is there. Choose to go there for your the day you sleep in, and you want to have like a late breakfast. Fine. Even then, I'd be like Disney Springs. What are you doing? Like, go eat there. Like, so, uh, so boat rights. Um, the the sit down is only dinner. Um, uh, and and it does have like if you're craving, um, New Orleans Five, food like jumbo, Cajun food, yeah, sure. then yeah, you're you're gonna get it here. There's jambalaya. There's uh, you know, yeah, your shrimp and grits. Um. <laughs> I was just going to point out um, a couple things that uh, would appeal to me. Obviously um, in the dessert category, Mississippi mud creme brulee pecan pie cheesecake. Those both sound great, but banana cream pie bread pudding also sounds amazing. 
And yes, that... and here's what you can do. You can eat dinner somewhere else and then come back for dessert. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that you can't sit there and have some food there. I'm just yeah. saying that at Disney the world is your oyster and and uh you know what? Check check uh TripAdvisor for the reviews. There, you know, just uh I think that most moderate sit-down restaurants are not they're not of like the grade a uh, experience. Not that they're not fine. They're perfectly fine. Yeah. And lots of B plus Disney restaurants are better than <laughs> a plus restaurants that I can get in London, Ontario. Um, I'm sure somebody's going to cheer me on that too, but I just mean that there are lots of, so, so by, I say that it's not, you know, the, the grade a experience, I'm just saying you're so close to Disney Springs and there's easily 10 restaurants that, I think can easily compete with this experience, but yes, Ryan is right. And he's being very <laughs> political. If you are into Cajun food and this is like, you know, there's a hankering and you're like, Oh my gosh, I want to have real authentic gumbo or a really authentic, <laughs> whatever the one you said was jambalaya. then awesome jambalaya, <laughs> but it's not, but to me, that's just not, that's not where I would go, but it's the same with the Coronado Springs other than uh, Toledo. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Rick's, uh, like the sports bar, you know, Caribbean <laughs> yeah. beach. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go to, um, Sebastian's, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, they're I, fine. I have heard Sebastian's is really good. Uh, it, it is on my list, but yeah, I, I think it's hard to, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're, you know, we don't have to spend too much time talking about Caribbean beach, but honestly, you're a Skyliner right away from Epcot, in which case you can go into the world showcase and have, great food there um and back right or or you could go to whatchamacallit uh, riviera yep but that's interesting you said you are a transportation option away from amazing meals because that's literally what you are at both of the port orleans resorts yeah and that's something you that are a is is really a huge win here at yeah. riverside and french quarter is that there are water taxis that take you to disney springs um and uh, specifically this there's one water taxi it'll go to both riverside and french quarter and then go to um disney springs and then loop back um when you're at disney springs make sure you know where that launch is uh or that you're in the right line because there is also a water taxi from disney springs to old key west and saratoga springs and you don't want to get on that water taxi if you're going back back to the resort. But I do agree, um, Ryan, I think you nailed it, where if you have time and dining options are going to be second to none if you can go to Disney Springs. And rather than um, taking a, a bus there, you can just take a, a water taxi. And it's, really, it's a really lovely um, sail down uh, the Sasagula River uh, and yeah, really picturesque and why wouldn't you? No, I, and I to me, you know, that's why I kind of said at the beginning, you know, I think of, you know, I think that Port Orleans and Caribbean Beach are kind of 1A, 1B. I understand the Skyliner, certainly we've done episodes on Skyliners and, and how much we love it, but I do think that the boats to Disney Springs are such a fun alternative experience and 
don't get me wrong, like the bus transportation at Disney is it's great. I mean, goodness me, they move a lot of people out every single day to different places. But it's really cool to have another transportation option that is reliable, yep. that is calming. You go past the the tree houses um, from, you'll know the resort, I've forgotten it by now. Um, but you go past the tree houses, the, the condos, the villas. Yes. Um, uh, uh, and goodness, Saratoga Springs? I'm making it up. Oh. You fact check me. Um, but uh, as I see Ryan feverishly, <laughs> what is he talking about? Oh, yeah. The, um, the Treehouse Villas at um, at Saratoga. Yes. Okay. So you, so you go past those and that's really fun to look at. And honestly, I just, you know, if you've got a, a, a kid in a stroller, you know, sometimes the last thing you want to do is get on a bus. Uh, you know, this is a very calming, relaxing, That you know, everybody's outside. Uh, so I just think it's it's a terrific additional experience that I think yeah. really adds to both of these resorts. So we're just about to get to Port Orleans, um, French quarter, uh, which we'll have less to cover, I will say, but just before we get there, um, there is something special that is only at, um, Port Orleans Riverside and it's three words. Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Yeehaw Bob. Uh, Yeehaw Bob at the River Roost Lounge um, Wednesday to Saturday, I think is his normal normal thing. It's an hour and a half show um, where he plays the piano. Uh, it's a rocking piano, not like a rock and roll piano, but it's on like, um, it, it's like a rocking chair piano. Uh, and he just has a lot of fun playing and singing. He's really gets the crowd engaged. It's a really engaging show. When there is a show, um, it fills up very quickly. So, um, important to know that if it's going to be part of your plans that you want to plan accordingly and either accept that you might have to stand at the outside and look in or get there early enough to get a table, um, before the show starts. So I think it's definitely something there are people who swear by Ehabob and that they will see him every single time that they go. Um, and other people, you know, take it or leave it. It depends on what you're looking for, but he is entertaining, um, and engaging for, for all ages. And, uh, and I think definitely still something worth mentioning about the resort because it is something unique. And I think, well, and I mean, certainly during the pandemic, uh, it took a long time for Yeehaw Bob to come back, as, yes. as most live, live events did as well. Uh, and there was a big cry for him to come back. And because to be honest, lot, Disney did away with a lot of different things and tried a lot of different, you know, got rid of different events, yeah. added new features. So I think it says a lot about Yeehaw Bob's uh, performance and his longevity that Disney brought him back and, and came back to, you know, the crowds that that uh, were there originally so definitely another uh, experience that you're right can only happen at riverside uh port Orleans. however as we transition <laughs> guess what is only a few feet away from port Orleans riverside i mean i would say more than a few feet wow but not many you know it's not i'm it's saying not too on bad. a nice march evening you could stroll it and you wouldn't be exhausted. No. And uh, when the parks were not closed, uh, not to, not to bring it uh, back to, to the Debbie Downer, but um, 
during Hurricane Irma when the parks were closed, Lauren and I walked uh, back and forth from French Quarter to to Riverside along those paths um, a number of times. Because it is picturesque and it's really lovely. Um, It's a really easy walk. And even though Riverside is large, the walking path is is not super long like it really is quite close um the two resorts together it's it's doable was i guess my point i think there i don't remember my my disney history i i you know i probably have to look it up but there should have been a time where this was one resort or there could have been a time where this was one resort wasn't this called something different? Oh boy, this is a rabbit hole for for no, sure. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Anyways, we're moving on. <laughs> I will look this up real quick as we move on. Sure. Ultimately, um, French Quarter is less buildings. Um, there are seven buildings, and uh, I don't think anybody really argues uh, the fact that French Quarter it is the smallest resort in uh, in Walt Disney world uh, in terms of their, the Disney resorts. Um, It also feels fairly closed and intimate. Um, You don't have to do a lot of walking to get from the main building to any of the, uh, any of your room buildings um, because they're so close together. And yet it doesn't feel like a massive resort it's uh it feels close together um there are still a a number of rooms and it's uh it's definitely a popular one and fills up quickly obviously because there are not as many rooms as some of the other resorts but um it's really really lovely and i mean i'll give you disney's um general description which is that Revel in the romance and pageantry of New Orleans historic French Quarter at this moderate resort hotel. Cobblestone streets, gas lamps, wrought iron balconies, fragrant magnolia blossoms um, with colorful Mardi Gras characters and the sounds of jazz. Um, That that kind of sums it up to a T. It is all those things and it is really lovely. Um, It was one of the resorts that Lauren and I went to very early on like it was one of the first resorts that we went to when we started going to disney together and and i loved it and yet i haven't been back yet it's crazy to think um that and maybe it's just because we feel like we've done it um and because we were at riverside for our for our honeymoon um we feel like french quarter is on my list to go back to again um but it's not as high as some of the places that we haven't experienced yet. Um, does that make sense? Yes. And real quick, it was Disney Dixie's landing. That's right. Yes. So, um, no, for sure. And you know what's, so what's crazy to me is I mentioned how a lot of people honeymoon at Riverside, but what's bananas is equally, if not more people honeymoon at French quarter. Yeah. It has a very quaint feel to it. Um, it's got a very, like, you know, I just said quaint, but it's, there's something, 
you know, really romantic about it. It's got the wrought iron lamppost. It's, you know, you know, cozy, um, at the, I, you know, one of the reasons I used to recommend this resort to families with young kids is the rooms are all relatively co close to like, they don't have uh, an inner internal bus system. Yeah. So there's you know, one all bus the rooms stop. are, yeah, all the rooms are close to the the one bus stop. So, you know, when you're carrying your four-year-old to your room once they've fallen asleep on the bus, which surprisingly happens to most kids, <laughs> Disney just Disney didn't make that up when they took photos. That's just that's legit what happens. Yep. So you're carrying your sleep, you know, sleepy child to the room. French Quarter is just a very is a much quicker walk in some instances. And, you know, I I will I will fight this to the death. I would much rather get off a stop early and walk to where I'm going than walk, stop, or, or, or stop, ride, stop, ride, stop, ride. And I've had a child throw up in between those two stops. <laughs> so that's not my ideal either. But it is, I I don't think you can go wrong with either. We mentioned that. My heart leans towards French Quarter. I think there's something really awesome about it. I love the colors. I love the... Uh, the big novelty um, Mardi Gras masks. Uh, the well, and it's funny because those weren't there when we went. So it it had a refurbishment before refurbishments were like a big thing that would right. happen, you know, all the time, everywhere, all at once. Um, the the sort of main the main dining area. Um, is the Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. And, you know, it's going to be your standard um, sort of food court, but with some Cajun and Creole um, twists to to the menu or, or options available at the menu. So um, this, because it doesn't have a sit-down, um, you know, I'd lean more towards the um, taking the water taxi to, to Disney Springs. Um, but you know, it, it's great for, for breakfast. If you happen to be there for lunch or, or dinner, you can definitely pick up something, um, like beignets. Uh, so yeah, so that's the big thing. <laughs> that is the big thing. There are, <laughs> there's one reason why people go to <laughs> French Quarter from other places for dining purposes. And that is the beignets. Um, I mean, they are great. I, I really like beignets. I don't personally think I would make a large trip just for, for the beignets, but if you are in the area or you are at either one of these resorts, absolutely make it, uh, a part of, part of your trip. I, I, so when we stay in Florida and we're not going to Disney, we will absolutely resort hop, uh, and go to like a resort for dinner or, you know, usually it's a deluxe and we monorail around and check out the stuff or, I mean, goodness me, the next time it's going to be Skyliner anyways, <laughs> but, um, I have done it and we've drove, you know, straight to French quarter just for the beignets. Uh, and it was really fun. It was, you know, destination only for that experience yeah uh you know but would i do it again no but <laughs> you know you will have like lots of people will say like that's a big feature and certainly and i know uh they've got boozy beignets where they've got like little alcohol shot bottles not shots <laughs> like smaller than shots who are we kidding it's disney but it's little plastic little uh bottle you know where they use you, you inject some type of booze kalua something um <laughs> 
And uh, so again, that's yeah one of the one of the great things about um, Disney resorts in general is there's always things changing, menu items changing, different events throughout the year, whether it's Easter, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, whatever, they'll have different themed food items. Uh, so you know that's one thing to really uh, stay on top of as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of recreation, obviously uh, there is one pool here, um, no leisure pools. Uh, just the doubloon lagoon and this is a testament to why like this resort is smaller and any building that you're in is close enough to walk to the main pool um it is it's not a not a trouble that way um it does have a a slide um it's it's mardi gras themed and there are lots of like alligators and serpents type uh yeah, alligator jazz aficionados, and there is a sea serpent slide. <laughs> that is a 51 true. foot long sea snaking sea serpent slide. So not as long as the 90 foot long slide. So if size matters on your slide, you're gonna want to go to Riverside. And I seem to so if my memory serves me correctly, atop the sea serpent slide is uh Neptune, god of the yeah, sea. I was gonna say King Trey. Not yes king triton it looks like a a knockoff version of king triton but it was never meant to be king triton it was always you know uh neptune god of the sea so um i don't know i i know a number of people who you know joke about how oh yeah it's it's triton but it's not but you know six of one half a dozen the other um you know what and if your kid doesn't know take a picture of it they're like that's amazing i just (laughs) so that works for sure. Um, yeah. So like we mentioned, water taxi to, uh, to Disney Springs, there is only one bus stop. It's very rare that a bus will go to both resorts. I I think it might happen like middle of the day when not many people are on the buses but I think more often than not, um, French Quarter always gets its own single bus and and that's it. Uh, and that's more than enough. Um, again, you're super close to the to the main building and your your bus stop uh, only having one stop means you're not fighting other people. Like Ryan said, you're not uh, waiting at the end of the night, um, stopping at a couple stops before you get to yours um i don't know french quarter just has this like quiet feel to it like i know there are obviously families there with kids um but i never felt like it was um one of the all-star resorts during the cheerleading competitions or the football competitions if you know what i mean where yeah i guess there are kids around but yeah. There's something really serene and calm about French Quarter. And and it is really why I, I recommended it a ton when I was a travel agent. Um, I think that there's, you know, it, it really does have a peaceful vibe to it. Um, and I mean, it's still an Epcot resort, meaning that it's, you know, it's pretty centrally located. You're not, your bus rides are, you know, going to be in the 10 to 15 minute range to get to any of the, res- any of the parks. I mean, that can't be understated enough. 
like it, it, it's an understatement that, um, you know, the bus rides are, are what they are, but being yeah. centrally located on Disney property, you know, all the, all the moderates kind of have this claim to fame where yeah. obviously you're going to be very close bus rides to Epcot and, um, and Hollywood studios, but going to animal kingdom or, or magic kingdom is not particularly long. Whereas, you know, if you're at the all-star resorts or animal kingdom lodge, a bus ride up to, um, magic kingdom is gonna feel like a longer bus bus yeah. ride. Yeah. Whereas here it always feels like you're super close. Um, and that's really helpful at the end of the night when you're tired coming home from the parks as well. I, yeah, I really think that, you know, when we're talking about Port Orleans, like Riverside and French Quarter, I was super excited because I do think they're, you know, by far some of the best resorts Disney has. And yeah, you know, as we, you know, kind of wind down, I, I still believe either one, you're going to have an amazing experience. I, I personally, I don't know about you, Ryan, I'd love to kind of hear your perspective. I think I would. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. a tough Wait, one. I'm going to give. I'm going to give two caveats. If I have young kids, who because I'm thinking about the water slide and I'm thinking about a little bit more of a thrilling experience. Yeah. Young kids, like I'm saying, like under six, let's say, I'd be very tempted for French Quarter for a the reasons I mentioned before, carrying kids to the room. The pool though is beautiful and exciting. It's not as exciting as the old man fishing hole. Yeah. Um. Whereas as an older kid, um, plus the other cool thing about French Quarter is it's very contained. Yes. So, you know, I have a 13 year old now who I trust to kind of, you know, find his bearings and get his own way uh, from here to there. I think that he, uh, you know, if we were at Riverside, that would be, there'd be exploring that he could do that I wouldn't be worried about. Whereas in French Quarter, it's, contained and maybe that's why i would you know if i have eight and a six-year-old maybe i choose french quarter because they're crazy and i want to keep them uh, <laughs> in a box formation yeah it's true i mean at riverside if you have younger kids there uh, there are pathways that are um fairly close to the water and not a lot that uh that stops you in those areas so um, obviously signage that says don't go in the water, um, like along the Sasagula river, obviously go in the pools as much as you want. Um, but French quarter, I think has more of a separation, I think from the, from the water, like it's there and it's really lovely, but, um, there's not necessarily the same, I don't want to say risk. Um, but obviously with younger kids, um french quarter yeah it does feel more contained um also if i had mobility issues i would choose french quarter oh absolutely yeah so much closer to to everything yeah. if if i was going with grandma french quarter so i feel like i have all these caveats in mind for for why i would choose one over the other um honeymooning I would go either, you know, we wanted to do the Royal rooms because we hadn't experienced them before, but, um, but you're right. French quarter does because it has that sort of smaller feel. It feels closed off. It's, um, more serene and, and has that 
romantic feel to it as well. But with kids, if you're going to be doing more resort days, I think I would pick Riverside because you can swap between the leisure pools and Old Man Island. It's really nice. At French Quarter, yeah, uh, the um, Dubloon Lagoon is is really great. Um, uh, it's so well, hard. So here's, it's so hard to choose between the two. <laughs> here's the other thing. Unlike Art of Animation and Pop Century, you can go can to any of them. Both pools. You can go to any of those pools. If you're in French Quarter, you can go to <laughs> Riverside and swim in an old man fishing hole. You cannot, uh, or, or the all-star resort's the same. Uh, sports, music, and movies, you can all swap the, the pools there. But, uh, you know, for the most part, you can't pool hop in Disney. But in this instance, you can. So maybe that's your happy medium. Yeah, I one. just, I, I can't ever picture a scenario where I'm like, okay, yep, I'm in my swimming gear and I'm then going to walk the 15 minutes to, uh, or 20 minutes to the other resort's pool and, and go from there. Unless I made it a thing. I, I was going to say, I, I think your flight gets canceled and you now <laughs> leave a day later and you don't have a ticket and you have a four-year-old who wants to do something, swim on that damn lizard. You will go and you'll walk over there. Yep. So that's how that happens. When you see a family from the other resort, that's what's happened. Their flight was canceled and I got to <laughs> kill a day. Taking pictures of King Triton like a boss. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So there are all these caveats as to why I would choose one over the other. But if you right now, you personally, without really thinking what your gut reaction is, which one would you choose? French Quarter. I think I do royal rooms at Riverside. <laughs> oh, see, I, I wasn't even thinking about the rooms. I think of French Quarter just because I love the picturesque. I think of dusk. I think of the purpley sky with the lights. Um, I think of I hate that walk from the bus to the room. Yeah. No matter what I've done that day, my feet always feel like they've ran a marathon. And yeah, there's something very serene and peaceful about that. And and sometimes when you're hanging out at the parks all day, it's nice to have that calmness. I mean, you know, you, you stay at Pop Century and you're walking past the pools and all you're hearing is kids, you know, blah and splashing and all this kind of stuff, you know, whereas French Quarter has a little bit of separation. And so I kind of like that. Yeah. And you know how at like a deluxe resort, there are like the rooms have balconies where like yeah. you can go in and relax out on your balcony. Um, whereas, you know, at the moderates where there aren't balconies, I feel like at French Quarter, you can just go outside your building and walk through the courtyards and, and you will get that same relaxation. Like you can find a bench and just yep. take it in and, and have a good time. Um, I, I will say, if you don't have anybody who's interested in princesses or um, fiber optics in the headboard, fiber optic fireworks in the headboard of the Royal Room, then yeah, I think French Quarter would win it out for me. But I also love Riverside. Um, oh man. Ultimately, you can't go wrong with any of them. Nope. And in the in the let's totally wrap it up and not make decisions whatsoever. You will enjoy yourself regardless. Yeah, Lisa, you're going to have a great time and we want to hear all about it. Lindsay, 
Lindsay. Well, at least a two. I don't know. There must be at least there's a, a if Lisa. If you're well, listening, yeah, pick either Lisa's one too. That's, that's that's great. Right. Um, Sorry, Lindsay. I'm a Lindsay. <laughs> so so yeah, I think we'll leave it there. You can't you can't go wrong. I I will say. In either case, they both have really great perks. They both have a lot of the same perks um, in terms of proximity and water taxis, that sort of thing. You you can't go wrong. But ultimately, um, you know, it's going to be subjective. And if you have a preference of one over the other, we'd love to hear about it um, and your reasons yeah, why. Absolutely. Justify it to us. <laughs> Make the argument. Yeah, or if you've... Or if you want on a horse carriage or you've ate gumbo, like just like we'd love to hear the feedback from Port Orleans Riverside or French Quarter. Yep. So head over to our Facebook and Instagram page and leave a comment or send us a message on Instagram. Let us know um, which one you prefer and uh, and why. And yeah, we'd love to hear about it. Um, ultimately, you know, we, we are we want to say thank you again to, to Lindsay who suggested this topic. Uh, we hope I can't imagine how we helped in any way, shape, or form, given that we didn't decide one or the other. But I hope that we could help in in your deliberating. Um, maybe there was one thing that stuck out for for you as to why you would pick that. Um, but if you, if any of our listeners have suggestions for things that they want to hear us talk about um, and be wishy washy on, uh, then you know send us a message on, on Instagram because we're, we're happy to cover the topics that, that you want to hear too. Um, and we'd love to cover them. So yeah, that's it. Uh, wow. This was a marathon. <laughs> Look at us talking it. Yep. <laughs> Bring uh, it into two. But we made it, but <laughs> we made it through. Um, we're, we're here at the end and uh ultimately we're no closer to any decision uh one no, way or the other except i've avoided i've avoided bedtime so thank okay. you for uh, making this happen yep that works um yeah that's it we want to thank you so much for joining us and on behalf of myself ryan and ryan we're the double doubles you've been listening to dole whips and double doubles thanks so much for listening and we look forward to you joining us again next time mm-hmm.